Welcome to Black Writer Therapy, a podcast where Black women writers are invited to sit on the proverbial couch, have a cup of tea, and share the stories behind the stories, and what it really takes to write books about Black women in an industry that still prefers white as the default. I'm your host, published author and unlicensed therapist, Alishine. Black Writer Therapy is now in session. In today's session of Black Writer Therapy, host Alishine answers a few of the hard questions. The why behind the what. And now, here's your host the Ku Klux Klan. Now, why am I talking about the Ku Klux Klan in regards to black writers? Black women, we are in a caste, in a class, in a space that can only allow, it's your girl, Ella Shine, seven erotic women's fiction writer, host and unlicensed therapist at Black Writer Therapy Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm here to talk a little bit about the why behind the what of Black Writer Therapy Podcast. So let's get into it. In 1865, a group of Confederate soldiers or veterans decided to get together in Pulaski, Tennessee and form the KKK or the Ku Klux Klan. Now, why am I talking about the Ku Klux Klan in regards to black writer therapy? It's really simple. Up until the end of the war, and the abolishment of slavery, the entire system had been based on economy. Really, right? Slavery was an economic system. The enslaved were simply a part of that economic system, according to colonizers who came over to the Americas. After slavery became illegal, then the Ku Klux Klan, and this is my humble opinion, the Ku Klux Klan rose up out of those dejected Confederate veterans and needed another reason to persecute, pursue, enslave, kill black bodies. It was no longer a matter of sustaining the economy of the South. So it had to be based on something else, something other. And what could that otherness be? Hmm. Well, all the slaves had been brought over from Africa, the continent, the West Coast primarily, and so they were all African, and Africans are melanated people, and that's the big difference. That's the other, and so the KKK ushers in systemic, institutionalized racism, right? The practice of one race being superior 
over another based solely on perceived phenotypical skin complexion. It is the Ku Klux Klan that gives rise to acceptable widespread white supremacy. And Ella, so what? So what? White supremacy is what allowed publishing houses to be flourishing. From the back, the sweat, the blood, the ingenuity of enslaved black people built one of the whitest industries in America to date. That's the why. Why am I producing a podcast entitled Black Writer Therapy? A podcast for black women writers? Because the KKK wasn't happy when black people, when melanated enslaved people were given freedom and promised 40 acres and a mule and an opportunity to build wealth. Systematically, the KKK revoked government promise, bounced their check. And still, black women writers have the audacity to thrive, to continue, even in the face of a publishing industry that still defaults and almost demands a default to whiteness. Well, why are you only dealing with black women writers? Why not BIPOC writers in general? And because I know this question is going to be pretty prolific, I decided to put it out even before the first episode aired. Number one, I am a melanated woman who writes. But that's not the only reason. You have to think about the station, right? You have BIPOC writers. Now, the IPOC and BIPOC is indigenous and then other people of color, right? The B would be black. So when I think about black men, they have in common one thing with the white patriarchy. They're all male, right? So there is some connection there. There is some hierarchy that the black man has simply by having male genitalia. But then he has that strike against him, you know, because, well, he's black. So the black male writer, in my, in my way of looking at it, has a, a sure footing, right, in the literary world. And if I'm wrong, I'll eat my words, and I'm fine with that. But I'm not a black male writer. And I have absolutely no proximity to white maleness, which is the driving force of the publishing industry. And then you have IPOC, right? So you could say BIPOC men, all of them, have this male thing going on so they get male proximity, good for you. Because remember, in a system predicated on the white default and preferably the white male default, right? the master narrative, as Toni Morrison called it, then you want to be as close to that if you're going to be fruitful and multiply within that system. So BIPOC men have the male component. And so that gives them a closer proximity to and with the master narrative of white default. IPOC women, indigenous people of color, who do not identify as black or Afro-dash or African-dash, IPOC women 
who do not identify as Afro-African have a, close a closer proximity to white women. And so in that respect, they have a closer proximity to the master narrative. However, black women, we are in a caste, in a class, in a space that can only be held by us. When a black woman walks into a space, everyone knows she is a black woman. It has nothing to do with how deeply melanated our skin is. It has everything to do with who and what we have survived. There is a collectiveness about being a black woman. I've never met a black woman that wasn't a friend, even a hoity-toity one, even a pimped out, thugged out one. It doesn't matter because collectively black women share womanhood, okay? And that is why I focus on black women writers. In 2023, the publishing industry still, still defaults to a white aesthetic. Will it be pleasing for white readers? Will it hold water in white markets? Or do I need to, yes, it'll be relegated to African-American literature, African-American fiction, because we can't just call writing, writing. That is why I am starting Black Writer Therapy Podcast. Because even in the midst of all that we deal with in society, not only from a society that, that discounts us as people and talented and intelligent, not even just that, but within our own Black culture, there are pockets of Black men who do nothing but tear Black women down. And it's not a new phenomenon, right? I love looking at all of my aunties who have passed on and become ancestor guides. I love looking at their old interviews. They were so brash, bold, belligerent even. I watched a Toni Morrison interview, and I believe it was probably from like the 80s when she was still working as an editor and she had been writing. And she said, it's, it's kind of like, and I'm paraphrasing, a Russian writer writing in Russian for Russians. Just because his book is translated into other languages and those people who read it can't really understand what is going on because he didn't write it for them. That's how I write, she said, paraphrasing. And he's like, but you still have such a wide readership. And she said something like, because I forced it to be central. I forced it to be centered because I am a writer. I'm not a black writer, I'm a writer. And I love that. And that is the vision for Black Writer Therapy Podcast, that one day all black women writers will simply be writers who write stories for black women and whose stories can be enjoyed by all women because we are the blueprint 
for womanhood. And until it is recognized, until it is understood, until it is accepted, then there is always going to be this back and forth, this ebb and flow between what is and what could be. If you have any further questions, or if you just want to know more about me or this podcast, maybe you're a Black woman writer and you want to be featured on an episode, any of the above, it's all acceptable. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. My email will be in the show notes, links to my website, and of course, a link for Black women writers to book their very own session of Black Writer Therapy. For more information about Black Writer Therapy podcast and to find out how to become a corporate or brand sponsor, please see the pitch deck entitled Literary Revolution in the show notes. Thank you for joining me for this session of Black Writer Therapy. Be sure to follow and leave a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And keep the conversations going on Instagram using our hashtag Black Writer Therapy. I'm your host and unlicensed therapist, Alishan, reminding you to be kindest to yourself first, always and in all ways. See you guys next week. Bye.